This is episode 724 for January 2022. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song was uh, from a YouTuber by the name of Hardy Z 209 and they did a great cover of the 67 Spider-Man cartoon theme song on guitar. It was really nice. I like it. They did a great job. Before we get to this episode... I want to thank the people that logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. They made it possible for you to listen to it. As a thank you, they get their name read in front of each episode. They also get the names in front of our video live streams. They also get exclusive podcasts only available to them. And they also get swag like crawlspace t-shirts and coffee mugs and stickers and hoodies, etc. And behind-the-scenes stuff. So, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. Helps support the site and get some nice perks. So, a big thank you goes out to Gene, Ghost Spider 2018, JR, Robert, Scott, Vinkman, Beautiful Vosh, Adam, Austin, Brian, David, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, James, John P., Josh, Kelly, King Hillbilly, Laura, Noah, O-Force 33, Ryan, Sarah, Scott F., Scott M., Will, hashtag something good for you, Dalla, AJ, Andrew, Anthony, uh, Bob, Craig, Dowd, Datboy, Donnie, Avenji, Jeffrey, Gru Comics, Hafskimo, Ira, Jam Jam, our new member, welcome Jam Jam, Jay, JB, Jared, John M, Curtis, Matthew, and we also have Michael K, Mitzi86, N7 Stormtrooper, Nick, Patrick, Ryan, Sailor Sega, Steven, Stuart, Symbiobro, and last but not least, Toby Z. We go by alphabetize. That's why Toby Z is... I should do uh, Toby Z first on the next one. Toby, I'm going to do it. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Patreon.com slash crawlspace. All right. On with the ASM reviews. Hey, Carl Spacers, welcome to our first review show of 2022. Let's introduce the panel. We've got Peter. What's going on, Shy Town? All right. Good to see, good to see you, Peter. What's hey, I'm here. I'm Kelly? here. I'm here. Sorry. Oh, there sorry you are. About sorry about that. <laughs> Had to adjust the volume. Hi, Cal. So, hey. Hello, everybody. I, two for one. What's going on, Peter? What's going on, Kelly? How are you? How are you two? I ran Ladies first. Well, lucky you. I'm stuck you in ran the snow. A- Sorry. <laughs> she ran away from the snow? Is that what you said? Yeah, it's supposed to snow in Atlanta and North Georgia. Like, it's going to be a bad winter right. storm for us. And right. so I have a holiday weekend and don't have to be in the office next week. So I ran to my mom's. Yeah, there you go. It's That's on the, the place coast. To do, run to your parents. There you yeah, go. Yeah, well, it's on the coast, and mm-hmm. that way the best, the worst I get is I think it's still going to be 30 degrees on Sunday, but no, yeah. no snow. We so. uh, got about two inches of snow here, so we're we're in. I did not run to it; I ran towards it. Uh, we have Neil. What's going on, Neil? Yeah. Okay. All right. This is the worst <laughs> intro. Okay. Uh, we do not say this ever. What, what do you want me to say? Like, oh, hey, Brad, my day is going excellent, even though nothing happened. All right. Now no we got food? Tyler. We got Tyler. I didn't. There's no food this episode. Look, I got something special. All right. See, Tyler came special. prepared to bring say it over. Yep. It, it looks. Oh, what is it? Let's take a look. Oh, 
Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Now, that table is going to tilt over with that. <laughs> My God, it's going to hit you right in the head. It's going to all right. Tyler, we need to get you to the emergency room. My that goodness, what is that thing? It's got uh, Scarlet it's a Spider, Kane. It's a statue. Well, duh. No, it's more like a monument. Uh, <laughs> a monument to all of Tyler's sins. Oh, I know. Wow. And oh. we have Javi. What's going Oh, and we just lost Javi. Boy, is this show off. This show is off to a rousing success. Uh, let's see. Milo, thank you for the super chat. Hope you guys had a great Christmas. Here's some money. Thank you very much. So Flo says, hey, Brad in the crawl space. Uh, Birch, uh, I'm sorry, B. Rich says, uh, greetings from Kansas City, my Missouri brother. Uh, Ryan says, hello, hey, Ryan. Five issues in 90 minutes is going to be tight. Well, these guys aren't talking much, so I think we can do it. <laughs> I'm just, since I haven't been on the show with oh, Peter. Oh, I'm good lord. Again. What? You need a crew to lift that thing? What is that? Yes. <laughs> Uh, Kelly, for yes. Christmas, I'm gonna Ooh. buy you a little. I'm gonna buy you a little wow. crane so you can kind of haul that wherever you're going. Just a little Wait, crane. You got the like, it's so heavy. I, I've had the statue. Uh, my oh, friend Johnny gave it to me for my birthday, for my thirtieth birthday. So it's been over a year, but the issue is, is like, it's so heavy. I can't get it out of the box. Kelly, for those, I mean, for those audio listeners, Kelly just lifted a J. Scott Campbell statue that looks to be at least 50 pounds it's, it's, it is it is the it is the J. scott campbell uh statue because it's the one that uh went down with the ship oh, i'm gonna, yeah, right, was, I'm gonna yeah. right click and save that real quick yeah did no, anybody yeah, get up go. at 9 a.m and, and do the J. scott campbell uh, no, uh no. mary jane black cat covers no, i just right clicked no, i, I just right clicked no. and saved yeah, yeah no doubt you What's know going what on, got, russell I gotta say something about this, uh, these yeah. covers is that they are cheaper than uh, his previous exclusives. That's good. They're beautiful looking covers. Yeah. Wow, fifteen dollars instead of what fifty dollars? Wow. Take it or leave it, dude. We have a trust. I'll do neither. Bay. <laughs> says no sleep till crawl space. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Vinkman wants to know: Can the crawl space cover five issues in ninety minutes? Place your bets. No. Uh, I think we can. We're gonna try. Uh, Ryan says that's a that's a beauty, Kelly. That's a and I think you meant W H O E. Hello to the whole crew. <laughs> Hello the the whole crew. Uh, Adam says if if you don't want that statue, he'll take it off your hands. No, Kelly. I yeah. want it. It's just I can't get it out of the box, so it's I just gonna it stay the in the box. Anime Hunter says he can attest that it is indeed a heavy statue. <laughs> Bruce, what's going on, Bruce? Man, you are our Bruce. first show of 2022, Bruce. And uh, Brian says he can't place any bets because he just paid the mortgage. Been there. <laughs> oh, and we have Javi back. What's up, Javi? Hey, hey guys. What's Sorry, up? My, my stuff wasn't connecting. My Bluetooth wasn't connecting. So I understand. Instead Here of giving you guys an earful of feedback, I, I bailed for I a second. I appreciate that. Real yeah. quick, they, they place bets if we can do five issues in 90 minutes. I'm going to delay it even farther. I want real quick thoughts about John Romita Jr. coming back. Oh, wait, I want to do Zeb show Wells. and tell first because yeah. I haven't been here in forever. Yeah. Oh, my God. You got show and tell, too. So, okay, go ahead. So you you brought this up on the podcast yeah. back in November. Maybe it was December news. Yeah. I, I sent off for a uh, CGC signing. I... One of the few brand new day comics that I bought um, okay. off the shelf was Amazing 607. I got it only because of the J. Scott Campbell cover because I knew the one before sold out. Is that the Mary Jane on the couch with her knee bent? 
No, that the one I was that's, talking that's about is the James black one. cat. That's the, that's the black cat one. Black cat kissing fight. Spider-Man. Yeah. So this oh, is the next one. cover, and it's brand new day. So I didn't really read it. It's just been <laughs> in a bag and board since then. So I sent it off because I had a special signing. Mm-hmm. So I got it graded and signed by J. Scott Campbell, and it okay, cool. scored a nine point eight. Oh wow! Which cool. is like right. a good-looking cover. One of the highest. God, that's a lot of glare. One of the highest, <laughs> um, you know, grades they get, basically. Nice. So I got like the custom, like a custom Spider-Man. Very cool, man. Logo, yes. and then you can see the back of the issue, which okay, it's the back. Wolverine. Of the that, that works. I just, literally, it just what, says Wolverine. I mean, I was literally yeah. on Campbell's, True, I guess, uh, <laughs> Instagram the other day, and I was looking at all the people that did uh, covers of that that art. Yeah, and it's and really cool this, what people did. The, the issue by itself is crazy, but if it's mm-hmm. graded. If you look on eBay, it's like a couple hundred bucks, Good like grief, three, four hundred bucks people are paying to get one of these. Man. So I was pretty stoked that it came back with such a high grade. Awesome. That's a high. So, so, so now you know somebody, Brad, who has got a graded comic. Slap I do. Try reading that thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's brand new day. I don't need to read it. I just need to look at the cover. <laughs> True. Uh, real quick, around the horn before we get the reviews, I wanted to hear the thoughts on John Romita Jr. coming back with Zeb Wells. What do you guys think of this? Hell yeah, it, baby! I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I'm not looking forward to it. Neil, look at that image. The colors on that are phenomenal. Yeah, and the, you know, yes, it's and it's still gonna be crap. Good. No. But, well, <laughs> I will admit, I'm fifty percent excited. Uh, John Romita Jr. is one of my all-time favorite writer or writers. I'm sorry, pencilers. And, uh, I mean, you can't top Romita Jr. I, with Spider-Man, at least. Yeah. However, with the press release Marvel sent out about <laughs> Zeb Wells, his Shed storyline, quote, is considered one of the best Spider-Man stories of all time. <laughs> I, I think what, where did Lowe, that? Who, who's quoting that? I think Nick Lowe wrote this press release. See, oh, as, as someone who actually... Th- I don't hate Shed like all of you. I have no idea. I don't consider it the best. I'm indifferent to Shed. I mean, Ugh. yeah, I'm I'm indifferent. I don't know. See, this is one I have a big, like, it almost feels like any kind of excitement I would have had is also dashed by them restarting the book mm-hmm. at number one yeah. again. Because I feel like at this point it makes it way too confusing. The volumes yeah. that they're doing are just, because of what, this is going to be like, Number six. Spider- yeah, this is six. volume six. Yeah, the, okay, they're, ten, they're also ten inches away from number one hundred, so this makes no sense. Exactly, none of this makes sense. It, it feels yeah. weird. And then I'll be honest, I'm not the biggest. Um, I'm not the biggest uh, Jr. Junior fan at all. Um, I, I mean, I feel like there's a little bit of a nostalgia bias because he, like, with, at the time that he was kind of like the height of the heyday for ASM the stories were really good mm-hmm. and I just don't feel like you're going to get the same thing with Zeb Wells I want to be yeah. wrong same. but I feel like things are going to be about eh and mm-hmm. I-, I just feel like everyone's getting too hype in like nostalgia bias and they're going to feel let down yeah, yeah, to, to, yeah. To, build off, to build off of that we are taking into account that John Romita Jr. hasn't done Spider-Man since what 2005 2004 600 but but yeah, you're taking away like over a decade's worth of. Wasn't new ways well, to die after that? Oh after yeah, 2000, 2008. He, he also but, like, did the the nine eleven thing yeah. recently. But you're you're taking into account about ten to fourteen years worth of age and progression. And and I, and again, I want to be proven wrong. And I wasn't like you know 
oh god, this is gonna hurt during the preview pages that we got, but like I don't know, it kind of feels like I, I kind of agree with Kelly that we're kind of treading the nostalgia well with this one and like, yeah. oh wow, JR, JR, guys, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. And as someone who isn't a huge JR JR fan to begin with, and it feels like most of JMS's run came from the writing. Real quick feels- for Kelly and Neil that said they're not JR JR fans, what do you think of his eighties stuff? I never with- said that I wasn't a fan. I said he's not my favorite. I don't like. I don't particularly like his drawing style compared to others. But I prefer a more. Cl- I mean, I think it's clear. I prefer a more cleaner, yeah, uh, consistent art. And mm. I mean, it's just kind of his signature where the art's not always. There's the a most lot consistent. of detail. <laughs> yeah. So, mm. and that's just my personal preference. I. It's yeah. not like I think he's a bad artist. Go, go, Peter. What's up? So uh, I am. I'm excited, but also indifferent. But Brad, if you can go back to that image, the cover, the press release. Yeah. If you see it right there, I mean, just look at Spider-Man right there. It, it's not like he's swinging. It's like he's running, and the webs behind him. It, it's not really proportionate to the he, way he he's like, swinging this arch. He looks like he, he looks like he doesn't care. He's just like yeah. Spider Spider Meh. More there's like Spider-Man, it. and there, mm. there's a web behind him. So now I really digged. JRJR during the JMS era. I mean, that was yeah. a good story with good art, but that he put a, he put a staple on that, which is one of the you know during the beginning of JMS, it was really a good story. I want someone better. I know Neil's a big Cleason fan. Uh, we're all uh, uh, Rod friends fans, but mm-hmm. you know, I want I want someone else to leave their staple, and I wouldn't mind seeing Carlos Gomez on this. <clears throat> as far as Wells yeah. is concerned, you know, I, I didn't like the Shadow uh, episode. I, I haven't read most of his other works outside of Spider Man, but like I'm fifty fifty. Just I'm on par yeah. with Kelly and Neil. I mean, yeah. I am I like Jr. Jr. Don't get me wrong, the guy's great. All right, but uh, it's he's already left his staple, and there's his art is kind of blocky sometimes, and I want something a little bit more fresh. Give 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 a new right. You know those Stormbreaker thing that they're doing right now, where they're hyping up like their new additions. Let one of them take the reins for a little bit. Yeah, a a rising star. I still love to see uh, Ivan Coelho, who is doing Dark Ages right now. And he did some of the Venom stuff. His art's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. He did AS- He did a couple of issues with Spencer's Yeah, AS- he, Yeah, he did with uh, the Jonah podcast stuff. Yeah. But, uh, all right, let's get to the reviews. Uh, Javi, you've got the first one. All right, something uh, we can all hate. Yay. <laughs> ASM uh, 882. By the way, how many issues until 900 before we get... Well, Mike's yeah, not literally, here. So literally, se- literally seven I mean, it's, issues. It's, that, right, uh, it's right there in the corner. No, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying when they relaunch it for another volume six, how many we're, until nine hundred? I we're nine issues. We're nine issues or seven issues away, I think. Okay, so See, I can pull it because this is Marvel eight eighty two. So I mean, yep. it's Marvel. They're going to put out a new number one, and then nine issues yep. later, charge you another ten yeah, or nine dollars for nine hundred. You think they just let it go like ten more issues? You get a hundred, and then you get a nine hundred immediately after, and then mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, it's turtleneck miles time, Javi. Let's go. Give me a recap on this. Misleading right. cover, maybe. Amazing Spider-Man 81, Legacy 882. Uh, Saladin Ahmed is the writer. Brian Val- Valenza is the color artist. Carlos Gomez, artist. VCs Joe Caramanga, letterer. And Art Adams and Romulo Fajardo, junior cover artists. Uh, Marcus briefs Ben on his next mission. 
tackling someone called Rhizome. Side quest, if he sees Miles, Ben needs to tell him to stop using the name <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah. So Ben checks in with Janine before heading out using his new glide booster and web wings to get to the Bed Stewie neighborhood in a hurry. Once there, he finds that uh, Rhizome has already wrecked the neighborhood and moved on. Bystanders ask if Spidey is there to help, and he says it's not his assignment. So Spider Miles shows up just then, full of impatience at having just dealt with his own clones, and in true Marvel fashion, an unwarranted fight between the Spider-Men breaks out. Only when Ben lets Peter's name slip does Miles begin to believe that Ben is a friend, and they stop their ridiculous fight. Ben lets Miles know he works for Beyond as they stop a falling wall from crushing people. So Miles isn't thrilled with Ben's affiliation as they are threatening to sue him unless he stops using the Spidey name, but agrees to team up with the clone. They track down Rhizome using Ben's Stark tech. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, his Beyond tech called <laughs> Atlas, augmented tactical logistics and support. Rhizome talks and acts like the Hulk, smashing everything around. Ben and Miles team up. Uh, let's see. Until the villain's defeated. They find that his powers aren't organic, but they're tech-based. This gives Miles a lead to track down his villain, the Assessor. The two Spideys part ways, with Ben not following through on his edict to urge Miles to use a different name. Maxine is waiting for Ben uh, when he returns, angry that he didn't follow mission parameters, even sending Marcus to undergo disciplinary action. So once Ben leaves, a Beyond Flunky tells Maxine that Doc Ock has been digging around Beyond. To be continued. All right. What's your grade, sir? Uh, B. Okay. Tyler? You're a C plus. Uh, Neil? Uh, B. Uh, Kelly? B minus. Uh, Peter? B plus. A D out of me. Go ahead, Javi. What's your wow. point? Wow. Uh, well, Gomez did a full issue of art, which was a welcome change of pace <laughs> from all the... Uh, <laughs> All the different, <laughs> all the back and forth of the last few issues he's contributed to. I thought uh, Valenza's colors really enhanced the story and made the art pop. Um, and Miles ties in well here. Uh, and it's always fun seeing Spidey's team up. We've had a lot of that lately, be it the games, the movies, um, a bazillion crossovers. But uh, it, it was fun seeing them together. Uh, so that's it for pros, but it also ties yep. into my cons. Okay. Hornacek calls me the typical negative Brad. I have assumed the JR role. Uh, <laughs> who had a uh, high, high grade on this for pros? Peter, go ahead. What, what's a big pro out of you on this one? The art. Mm -hmm. Carlos Gomez is one of my favorite artists and the art. I think Adam said in the comments is just gorgeous, which is it is. Mm -hmm. And just miles, not taking any kind of crap from Ben. I like I like that. Like I, I yeah, you are not, you know, uh, you don't have claim to the name Spider Man, even though copyright laws may say that you do. But he knows it's 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 not happening. But that but was, also also if they actually went to a lawsuit with copyright laws, I feel like Miles has a bigger case. Yeah, because he's been running around as Spider Man a little bit longer than. Well, not as long, really, as long as Ben has, but because Ben was Scarlet Spider and then became Spider-Man, it's a bit different. Yeah. But it's not even that Ben. Like, what does the law say when it's the 27th clone of the one who was Spider-Man? Yeah. Right? <laughs> the one so, from the 90s is also, dead, yeah. yeah. And also for legal precedent, you need to have Miles' secret identity, but, like, is Ben going to 
I guess, docks Miles to get this case to go through? Or Yeah. I don't think Ben would do that, and I don't think that Beyond Corporation could legally get away with that. I, I just, uh, well, I'd be in the cons, but I, I agree with you about the uh, the Gomez art. It is nice. I think it's, it had to draw a very ugly looking Miles costume. Yeah. I, think, I think it's great that Ben is finally showing a spine. Like one of the, one of the things that we've kind of been uh, lamenting on this podcast is that Ben has essentially just bent over and taken Beyond's will. And it's, and it's nice to see him kind of finally pushing back and it creates some really good conflict because between him and uh, Maxine. So it creates some stakes further down the line. Like, oh, I'm going to kill Janine or something. And Ben goes, no, don't kill my heckin' redhead Arino. Yeah. Uh, Kelly, pros out of you, what did you like about it? Uh, basically just uh, mostly the art. Uh, I mm-hmm. mean... Like I said, it's kind of what Neil says. It's I like yeah. finally seeing some movement in the story of where Ben is going to fight back. We knew that that was going to happen at the beginning. We knew something was going on with Beyond. Mm-hmm. And it's become increasingly frustrating uh, kind of seeing him just allow it to happen. Even though he knows it's wrong, Janine knows it's wrong. You know, like Colleen Wing and... Um, Misty Knight, like, I mean, they were sitting there, they're basically double agents, but we don't, like, we need to see more of, I just kind of want to, I'm, I'm ready to see them take on the corporation and bring it down. Mm-hmm. I don't think so we're seeing any, oh, sorry. Nice that we're, I know, but that's what I'm saying, we're inching a little bit along, Yeah. I just don't feel like it's fast enough, which we'll talk I, about yeah. probably I, later I issues. I don't think we're getting any follow-up on Monica until, like, 92.bay, yeah. which is, like, the second to last yeah. issue in the run, yeah. which is stupid. Tyler, pros, how do you? Uh, art, like everybody else said, uh, Car- Carlos Gomez is fantastic artist and uh, yeah. like, seeing, like seeing him do a full issue. Uh, but I'll also say a pro is that like, I like that the fight between Ben and Miles only lasts like a page and a half. They like And, and a cover. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I, 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 yeah, obviously the cover is sort of bait for that and it does yeah. technically happen, but I, I like that the fight doesn't last that long. They're like, they, cause that's the whole thing. It's like, there's all these misunderstandings with heroes. You get like, they got a whole tussle before they team up to fight the real baddie. But here's just yeah. quick. It's like a quick confrontation. Like, all right, we shouldn't be fighting. You know, we're both on the same side. Come on. Yeah. And so I did like that. Uh, Javi cons. What's some cons out of you? Uh, his new glide booster burns more fuel than a luxury yeah. jet. It's like, right. really? Like, really? where is this fuel source? Is it <laughs> nanobot fuel? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, in, like, in, a, in a world where Tony Stark exists and repulsor tech is like yes. all over the place, you would think that yeah. beyond is better at scout at salvaging this kind of stuff. And it, it seems it. like a, a lame reason to have it be something he doesn't use all the time. By saying, well, it burns more fuel than a luxury jet. Well, like, a luxury jet's gas tank has got to be gallons upon gallons. So, yes. like, where yeah. is this fuel coming from? It, it was just the writer with the throwaway line. Yeah. Look, line. Yeah. Yeah. They've got a sandwich department. It's okay. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on that. They got koalas. They got to take oh, care of the koalas oh, first. God. Someone brought uh, up the other cons. Can I, let me go. I, I, I have the biggest cons. Uh, Hornacek beat me to it, so I'm going to pop his comment up. Spider-Man, Spider-Ben shows up and sees civilians needing help and says, hey, that I didn't understand the assignment. I mean, that's not my assignment. What's the hell? I agree. If he is a clone of Peter Parker, he should have at least some intrinsic, hey, I need to help these people before I go on my assignment that I'm getting paid for and let the burglar run away and 
innocents are affected. He, that It's just, he's an idiot. Ben is an idiot. And also in the fact that he also showed up in Miles and he instantly gives away Peter's identity. That's a con for me. This character is being written so dumb. And Peter Parker wasn't even in the freaking issue, was he? Nope. Okay. No. So that's that's my main D. What's the name of the story? Amazing Spider-Man. He's not in it. Well, that's my ben is the con. Amazing Spider-Man right now. So he is, Peter, he's, Peter's he's, the Amazing Spider Cripple. He's the Amazing Dumbass Spider-Man. Is what he is. We should change the title. Not eight hundred issues or whatever. Anyway, it, it ticked me off this issue, and it felt very much like a Miles Morales issue. Mainly because it was written by the writer of Miles Morales. Well, see, and that's where one of my cons comes in because it is yeah. written by Ahmed. Yeah. And his, and it's not just that Ben's having an attitude. We know that there's some, not to get too far ahead of where we're covering tonight, but we know yeah. there's something going on with Ben. He's being manipulated. Mm-hmm. But Miles's attitude uh, when first encountering Ben, where he's like, whoever you are, you're dangerous. It's like, Why? What did Ben do in that scene when Miles dropped down to show that he's in any way, shape, or form dangerous? Yeah. You you live in a world where you're not the only Spider-Man. Yes. You've been through how many crossovers now across dimensions with multiple Spider-People? You've even fought alongside someone wearing a costume very similar to this, and your first instinct is, oh, you're dangerous? Like, that doesn't make any sense. That's just Ahmed trying yes. to meet the the trope of superheroes have to fight very much he, Not, he also did the trope of this has more fuel than an airliner it's poor writing it doesn't well, make sense Kelly, I, do, go ahead. I, I do think that the line about the gas consumption is kind of just a throwaway and not much yeah. thought but i do think like the you're dangerous line and a little bit of some some of the scenes uh, and the face like the the face-off kind of deal that was very much editorial i feel so mm-hmm. that could have been something where they needed to at least set that up and was being like advised, you know, Miles needs to see this is this way and Ben needs to see it yeah. this way. Uh, make this happen is kind and, of the feeling I got. I mean, I guess you could say that about this whole beyond thing. It's very editorial yeah. driven. Yeah. And, yeah. and exactly. Miles should, Miles should have, I mean, he's coming from the point and they even bring it up. Like he's been dealing with his own clone stuff. So it makes sense. But in the moment when he drops down, he doesn't know any of the backstory for Ben or what's going on. But they've also, it kind of assumes that you've read Miles Morales, Spider-Man as someone who reads it very inconsistently. And only when we do satellites, um, I I forgot. (laughs) I actually forgot that there was a clone saga happening. Wow. I I just want to know, like, because Miles drops down, like he sees this other Spider-Man. He means says like I know the Spider-Man OG Spider-Man's voice. You're close, but you're not him. How how does how he does know that? that? Is the, he not an exact clone with the same voice? If Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen show up and they're wearing a mask, could you tell their voices? Yes, yes, well, you can tell. There's cultural drift in linguistics. I, I take that back. Twins are different than clones. We haven't yes. actually talked to clones. I'm, I, I and yeah, uh, you you can you can. Um, by vocals, tell the difference between Mary Kate and Ashley. You can. Okay. Yes, you can. But, but to, to build off, of Kelly, there, there, there well. is there there is voice there is vocal drift in linguistics, so it yeah. is plausible that Ben has a slightly different accent than Peter does. Not what if he's like the attitude? What if, maybe he's like country? Hey y'all, I'm the I'm amazing Spider I mean, Man. He spent time uh, motorcycling around the yeah, Midwest. Maybe, so. 
Hey, uh, let's move on to the next issue. Before we do that, I want to thank Venkman for the super chat. He says, uh, my take is that while I love me some JRJR, I think the JMS run was his peak. Uh, I would also prefer to see someone like Carlos Gomez become the main artist on ASM. Bingo. I don't know if Gomez could keep up with the pace. It's going is, he, is, he kind of, is he slow? Does he? Well, you guys said that he does. He has not done a full issue. Well, he did. Well, he that did may amazing. Not be on him though. Well, he did I mean, amazing. Mary, he did amazing. Mary Jane for five yeah. issues straight. Yeah. So yeah. I I think the I think the only drawback would be the fact that he'd probably have to cut his commissions. Oh yeah, yeah. that that's what it, I mean. He's a he re- consistent <laughs> artist and takes his works very seriously. I think it's really if the scripts come in on time, he has mm. more time to actually <laughs> fill those out. So it's really based on the scripts. Yeah. I mean, well, all right. Wells gets his Wells gets his scripts in on time, as far as I know. So I don't think yeah. that would be a problem on his end. Tyler, you've got this issue, amazing, eight eighty three, with a very cool cover that mm. means absolutely nothing. I know it's so <laughs> disappointing. What the heck? Mm. Javi, you ahead. and I are on the same uh, page on this. What one. the heck? Yeah. Okay. So, well, we start with uh, they've moved uh, now that Peter's awake because he got woken up in the Doc Ock issue. Yeah, you don't want to wake up with a dude putting a glove on. Look at that shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's hey, Doc, going to use the whole hand? Moon yeah, so River. Little Fletch he's, reference. He's been moved into a new room, and there's a guy there. He's like, oh, hey, I'm Rico, just watching the game or whatever. And then uh, this orderly comes by, and he, well, actually, first, before that, it's, uh, oh, yeah, an orderly comes by, takes the guy away. He's like, he's like oh, I, I'm not supposed to go yet, but okay, sure. And then orderly walks away <laughs> with the guy. And then MJ comes and visits Peter again. She's happy to see he's awake. You know, it uh, still hurts like hell. Everything, his body. Uh, he's not doing so great, but he's awake. So and then uh, and then as they're talking, a woman says like, oh, yeah, my husband was moved here. Uh, it's like, what do you mean he's gone? It's like, my husband's here. He's supposed to be here. And so she's freaking out. And the orderly says, no, no, there's nobody else here. And so Peter knows that he's lying and he's a little concerned about that. But MJ's like, oh, don't worry about it. So she kisses him on the cheek and she. And then the orderly says, like, all right, uh, ma'am, you need to go out. Visiting hours are over. She's like, no, they're not. Uh, he's like, oh, it's special circumstances. And so she sort of shrugs and says, okay. But she leaves. And then there's another person in the room. And the same creepy orderly, once again, is like, uh, he looks like he's out of the Adams family, sort of. Uh, and he basically says, oh, yeah, it's your, it's your time to come with me. She's like, what? I'm being, I'm not being discharged. What's going on? And she's like, I'm, spo- I'm supposed to go home. And so Peter once again tries to stop him, but it, his, he sits up and then he screams and fades to black again. And then uh, Peter wakes up and the orderly turns out it's Peter's turn. And Peter starts questioning him, but the orderly turned out he drugged him. And so Peter's vision once again fades to black. And as Peter's like, he's he's sort of trying to stay awake and he's being wheeled throughout the hospital into the catacombs of the hospital, I guess. And... Uh, Turns out Orderly is not even human. He's some sort of shape-shifting monster. And so he says, yeah, I can show you my true shape down here in the darkness. And so then uh, we see a bunch of skulls and everything. I guess he's been eating just a bunch of patients. But then uh, Mary Jane shows up. She's like, oh, you're weak to darkness? That's good. And uh, she takes a picture with her phone. He starts burning a bit, and she chases her. Uh, she leads it into uh, this other part of this catacomb with like a bunch of lights, and she p- plugs it in and turns the lights on and it fries this creature to ashes. And then uh, Peter sort of stumbles after her, 
but then collapses immediately, and she immediately just gets him back to the hospital. And then we get a little post-credit scene with uh, Misty and Colleen are in the sewers of New York, working for Beyond, and they're going after the lizard. The end. <laughs> the you telling the recap took longer than it did for me to read the story. Uh, <laughs> I thought this was a fast read, man. Uh, what's your grade, Tyler? I'll give it a B minus. Oh wow. Okay, Neil, I'm going to be awful on this show. <laughs> I'm, giving it, I'm giving it a B plus. Oof. Okay, Javi. B plus. Uh, Kelly. B plus. Uh, Peter. I'm right there with Tyler. B minus. D minus out of me. Uh, my heavens, pro Tyler, what'd you like about it? I mean, I really like the style of the art. I get once again, yeah. I think the art's really good. It's really clean. I like the like the flat colors a lot, and uh, it's just a style I really like. And yeah, yeah just let's bro. Yeah. My biggest bro. Oh, uh, other pros. Tyler's not said. Go ahead, everybody. Anybody? Uh, so, so I guess I'm gonna. Uh, go against you just to spite you. Um, I also really love the art, um, but I think it was good to kind of have an issue that was, I guess, not really relevant to the Beyond storyline. As much as as much as I've been complaining that like we need to get the plot going on, it was nice to not have to. It was nice to have a one and done issue that was fairly asymmetrical in terms of like what people usually expect from a Spider-Man story. Like M- MJ saves the day. P- Peter is kind of in a weird, incapacitated situation that's not really under his control. And I think it's really interesting to see that dynamic play out, especially in like this weird horror element that we very rarely see in a Spider-Man comic. Anybody else for pros? Yeah, yeah. I, I want to chime in with with the art chorus. I've been waiting for this issue for a while because this guy has done a lot of work on not a lot, but he's done some recent Batman work on the main Batman book, and he's got like this great Mazzucchelli, um Lee Week style. And I really appreciated seeing him in the Spider-Verse. And and not to steal any of Peter's thunder here. You will. But you will. I know. <laughs> the, I was looking at the chat, how they were saying, like, this isn't really a Spider-Man story. It's, it's a Spider-Man story that we could only tell right now in Beyond with Peter being sick. And and needing Mary Jane. I, I don't I, like I said, I don't want to take away from, from Peter what his pros are, I'm sure. But I I loved the flip in the dynamic and, and Mary Jane's position in the story. Absolutely. And it couldn't have happened usually in any other scenario, but the one that Peter's in right now loved it. where he's helpless. So I, f- I feel like saying I, I feel like pushing back against chat and saying that um, it's it, it's not a Spider-Man issue. I feel like that's kind of reductive because you can make that argument about a lot of different Spider-Man stories. It's fun to twist the genre every now and then and have these special little one-offs. Yeah, I thought that, I thought this was a really fun. I thought this was a really fun diversion. I really uh, Peter, liked, go ahead. I really really liked uh, the the focus on Mary Jane and how Peter needs Mary Jane or how Mary Jane needs Peter and vice versa. Um, I thought, you know, the bright light from gremlins. Oh, you stole my line. I was just going to say that. Well, Avi went after me, so I'm going to go ahead. Bright light, bright light. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Um, But uh, we'll get into the cons later. I mean, you guys are probably going to hate me, but I didn't really like the art too much. Me neither. Hated it. Um, It's okay to be wrong. (laughs) <laughs> that's my line oh, we'll we'll I, I hear that we'll all the time it. in my house it's all good yeah. McNulty has a good comic uh, he says I mean it's a pretty decent horror good story comic is, it, my life. is it really a Spider-Man story because you could have done this story without Peter and Mary Jane it would have been the same 
No, Mary Jane I, makes that difference. That, there's an, exactly. There's, there's, there, are, there are a specific set of circumstances that allowed the story to happen. Hmm. Bruce least, says I, that uh, nobody noticed numerous patients were missing over the weeks. Yeah, that's that's another con. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, okay, okay, it is. Been it in is... the healthcare system. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, U.S. healthcare, baby. <laughs> well, it's it's U.S. healthcare, but it's also U.S. healthcare in the six one six. Yeah, in a superpowered New York City. <laughs> yeah, Warnersex says if you were this monster and any light would kill you, would you really leave a bunch of lights in your lair that could be easily turned on? Well, the assumption is that he's that all of his patients are incapacitated to the point that they can't fight back. I don't think he expected MJ to find him. And, and I don't think yeah. MJ even noticed the lights. Peter barely got up enough to notice them. Uh, Tyler Collins, let's list your cons. I thought, Collins, too, Collins, really Collins. quick that it had to do with him being in that form. That in that form was the only way he could eat, and that was the only way the light would weaken them. Uh, if I had to go for a con, I'd just say I would have liked to know about the origin of this guy. He just sort of pops up. Uh, he chases them and then he dies. We don't find out why he was here, how long he's been here, other than he's been here a while. But uh, I just, I'd like to know more about where he came from. You he's know, magic. the origin I would like to know is who the hell's that guy hanging out the window with the right. gun? Yeah, the cover is very <laughs> on the cover. That, who that, is that dude? That's the story I want to see. Yeah, I was, I was hoping that this cover was going to be a, like a mere reflection of uh, uh, Alfred Hitchcock movie, which is a uh, Rear Window. Yeah, with Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, but that did not happen. And uh, the cover's missing. But the art, I know you guys love it. And it's good for a horror story, which is kind of this themed. But it doesn't fit Spider-Man at all. Nope. I agree. Uh, Especially, and, you know, Javi was talking about it's good to play with the genre. It's good to play with stuff. This is the main title. This is Amazing Spider-Man. It's been going on for 60 years. The side titles like Web or the the other titles that aren't the main focus, the main so, train driving down the road. Brad, should Craven's Last Hunt not have been an Amazing Spider-Man then? It was drawn by Mike Zeck, so yes. Also, Brad, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I mean, that's a that that's a how psychological. Many, well, how many issues I, is Peter no, in I, I, well, Amazing Spider-Man? Okay, but I can I say something. Yeah. Maybe maybe will help Brad understand why at least like why I liked it in terms of mm-hmm. that kind of same thought pattern. Um is Ben in this or is Peter? No, I, I agree. My my complaint about last issue is that Peter was not in it. My complaint about this issue, Peter was in it fighting a dumbass alien in the in the basement with some poor art. So that just I, it may be Honest, slightly honestly, better. Honestly, I take I take this over any Ben story because I'm getting tired of Ben. At so. least one, Absolutely. and also and also Brad. At least one of the three of your comments are just objectively wrong. Uh, that being the good art. So oh, how much? It's an opinion. Oh, also, I like that. You're more, wrong. Again, <laughs> it's it's okay to be wrong. Spider Man. Okay, what's what 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 are my three wrongs? Go ahead. No, I said I said the one at least is the art. I'm not sure about the other one. Oh, well, art's subjective, <laughs> and that ain't my cup of tea, baby. But going back to the argument, like this should have been in a satellite title. It should have been in like Spec yes. of Web. If there was should another, have. if there was another title that you had to pay three ninety nine for, you would have bitched and moaned about it until the end of time on satellites. No, I. I, I hold the Amazing Spider-Man title to a different standard than non-stop Spider-Man. Why? Or, or 
Well, because it's the flagship title yeah, of the Marvel so Universe. I was going to say, so Spider-Man had the cello art, so... Yeah, we've gotten Ramos on, on ASM, the main title, so... I'm just saying, remember the Deadpool and the Spider-Man team-up that wasn't amazing? It was my ba- main complaint, too, that Steve Wacker said, we're doing this for uh, me, not you fans. Yeah, but, but if art uh, is subjective, then it doesn't matter what art is. Cause I'm not as offended like by this art as I am but, the... But, uh, like, why should, I, why should I hold like the value of ASM higher than like, I don't know, She-Hulk or something like that. Is it just because it's Spider-Man? Like, again, we're going back no, to the subjectivity. There's a legacy like, to this character and his so main title. She-Hulk. <laughs> not, there's not 60 years of She-Hulk. Well, there's 40 probably, but I'm just saying you don't think of amazing Spider. at least I don't. I don't think of the She-Hulk title that's been stuck. Well, I can't say that either because I was like, <laughs> She-Hulk, She-Hulk stopped and started as many a time as is amazing. But my, yes, but, my po- but my point is, Brad, is that like just, the, the value you're, the value you're putting on ASM is fairly arbitrary compared to a different title. And I get like why ASM is held in such high regard, but saying that like this belongs in a satellite title is fairly reductive because you're just especially saying when the majority of, less of this podcast likes the art. Yeah. Well. I, I feel free to like the art. I've been buying yeah, it for the we last years, year and we think I don't like the art. ASM. But my but my point so is is that I, like, I think the title. I think this title deserves better artwork and better writing. So does deserve. So does spec deserve worse? No, that's, that's, that's the argument you're making, though. I'm saying your A team is on amazing. Your absolute top of their writing par- prowess and the top of their artistic talent. You put them on amazing. Like Kelly's. <laughs> I again I just want to bring up the question of how long has it been where we haven't really had a full A team for a long run yeah also, also amazing what, is hurting I agreed what, well, it's, what, it's, it's not the A, a book anymore but what? but at some point you just kind of have to accept that what you feel <laughs> is the A, the a team unfortunately yeah. just does not exist anymore yeah, like you're like because again, my- I think this is like where we came back about the nostalgia bias. I feel like mm-hmm. that's a part of what on how you're grading this, and that's not a and what Neil is saying is that's not exactly fair in a 2022 world. Well, I don't care for the Ben storyline, and mm-hmm. I didn't well, care no. for this Peter storyline, mm-hmm. and also, you know, I didn't. I, I, just the alien in the basement with bright lights and kill him like a gremlin and the mm. poor art in my opinion i did it's not my cup of tea well, it's it seems like a backup that should be in an annual of web of spider-man I is what it. it feels like yeah uh, no, Brad, I, mean, I understand yeah I, I i don't like the art either all right but yeah. this is a horror story and the art does fit the story uh, i'm gonna give it credit there this is a horror story art fits the story we're not seeing Ben, we're seeing Peter. Peter's just kind of on the sidelines during this whole story. But the biggest pro for me is the fact that we're kind of cementing that Peter needs Mary Jane and Mary Jane needs Peter. Yeah. Those are two two big things. I mean, they're in the book. Ben's not there. And you got the two main characters. Yes, they're not at their finest. Yeah. But again, this is a horror story. They're going with a horror artist. That fits more Batman. So, again, I've been I don't ignoring- like the art. Well, I mean, in chat, Adam says that to me, Spencer and Gleason, Spencer and Bagley were pretty close to the A-team. Horner Six says, if you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the A-team on Amazing (laughs) Spider-Man. Sofalo says, Kelly was right. B-Rich says, I'm right. 
And I agree with Peter. Says right. So everybody agrees with somebody on this. Everybody is right. Yeah. And I guess the best team on Amazing Spider-Man. And, and, and I guess the takeaway here is like yeah. what qualifies as an A team? Like for me, it would be like Gleason and Patrick like, Gleason's I don't know, McKay. But for someone else, it might be Rainbow Rowell and Chris Anka. It, it's entirely, again, it comes back to the artist's objective. I argument. think and even I more so than that, it was what qualifies as a Spider Man story. And can a Spider Man story only be one type of story? And and also and also is the same eighteen quality that we have now the same eighteen quality we expected twenty years ago, because because the the art the talent pool has changed drastically in the past twenty years alone, let alone forty. Storytelling has changed drastically. Yeah. All right, uh, let's see. Um, any other cons before my I went off on a huge rant? Hornacek <laughs> actually makes a good point that wasn't Peter sitting upright and looking healthy at the end of uh, eighty dot bay, and now he's yeah. in bed. Yeah. That was that was a bit weird, and it felt a bit contrived for the plot to work. But mm-hmm. it's something I'm like, yeah. oh, he had that initial adrenaline burst, and now he's yeah. Especially dead. since we're gonna get into that next issue too, where he is exactly. still feeling in pain. physical yeah. therapy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, Kelly's got this next issue, number 83 slash 884. Take me through that one. Alrighty. So, um, obviously, uh, this one's going to be written and drawn by Gleason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had uh, Hollowell and Fair- Fairbarn on colors. Uh, but basically, we see, we start off with Janine swimming in the rooftop pool at the Penthouse Prison. She, I, I wrote Penthouse Prison, but because that's what it is for her. Um, but she's reading Glory Grant's articles on Ben's escapades and all of this good PR that the Beyond Corporation is getting. And the staff is relaying messages uh, from Ben to her versus Ben texting her. And that kind of bugs her a little bit. Um, then she tells her guard that he can leave and they put her in lights out which kind of makes her think that no matter what she's a prisoner and maybe good bad etc everyone's kind of always like maybe everybody deals with a prison of their own um Mm -hmm. at the hospital peter is getting out uh trying to figure out a way to get out of physical therapy he just doesn't feel quite ready and with a nurse like lois who aunt may has clearly bonded with she's not get, taking like basically she's not he, he's not getting out of this pretty easy and she does let him rest for a bit and he checks his phone and sees encouraging words from mj along with him winning an ebay auction he bid on while high on the good painkillers <laughs> and sending selfies to aunt may yeah i think but, that iron man i think iron man got to him with the morphine right maybe <laughs> um he also uh, sees that Felicia wrote him a creepy slash flirty <laughs> message and lipstick on the ceiling. So yeah. good times, good yeah. times there. Um, as he's trying to ease back into like being awake and, and healing, his spider sense is still going haywire. And this is kind of what's causing these migraines and this like one minute he feels good. The next he's not so well. Um, it, it's still warning him of, the danger inside himself and it's kind of like it's tearing him apart um he's told the you know he's told the nurses it's debilitating migraines and made excuses but you know it's really just kind of taking everything in him to keep this somewhat under control like that's just how bad this pain is and it's overwhelming for him 
Uh, so as he has like another spider sense spell, it's almost like he kind of goes to sleep and is in this little dream world. And he asks for it to get out of his mind. Like he's like, just get out of me. Like, please stop this pain. And so it's like I said, like a visual dream representation. And he asks for it to get out. And these spider legs come out of dream Peter's head and kind of explode out the back of his skull. And it walks away like, I called it a web ghost, but it's very much like that Gleason cover. Uh, yeah. uh, but which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will continue to call it web ghost from here on out. Um, Cause that's kind of what it is. So the next scene is back at the hospital. Peter has now moved to the window and he's starting to act like he's okay again. And he's on his own. And the, and Lois brings Peter his eBay winnings. That was really fast shipping. And they <laughs> yeah. get they get back uh, they get back into the PT talk, and Peter gets back out of it, telling her that she he just needs a few more days to kind of get his feet back up under himself. And that's when Peter puts on his cosplay costume he bought and <laughs> goes outside as Spider Man. Um, just to kind of feel like himself. So he's got like, he's all covered up. He's drinking a coffee and he's just kind of chilling on the rooftop of the hospital. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. And <laughs> as, <laughs> as he sits on the ledge, he hears cries of help and tries to come, come in and save the day in the hospital parking lot. But sadly, even if it's two idiots, you know, he, he can mop the floor with on a bad day. He's still really in no real shape to fight with his spider sense all out of whack and acting erratically. Um, Captain America is thankfully at the hospital for a new hospital wing opening and helps stop these criminals from shooting Peter in the head. Um, but since his spider sense did not warn him about the gun, the bullet, or Captain America's shield, uh, the shield winds up bashing into his head and knocks him out again. Uh, while knocked out, Peter dreams about being a kid, basically kind of, it's like this mixture between the story we've been hearing throughout this run about the where Peter stole a pack of gum and also when he's been sick with the flu, a story that uh, Aunt May has told Lois, the physical therapy nurse. And so this is kind of this amalgamation dream. And as Aunt May gives him, uh, gives child Peter something for the pain, um, he hears a tap at his window and sees the web ghost asking Mm -hmm. to be let in, which... child peter is then afraid of and is screaming as uncle ben comes in and tells him there's no use from hiding from it and then gives peter a gift as they talk about how normally even when you do the right thing bad things can still happen to you and being a good person means not hiding away from those hard marches or turning away from something just because it hurts that you have to make a choice every day to stick to it or leave it up for somebody else and Peter promises to kind of keep those life lessons that Uncle Ben taught him to do what is, you know, to do what is right, even when it's hard, um, until the day he dies. And then child Peter is sitting up in his bed as he waits for the web ghost and tells him that he can't really feel that side of himself anymore, but he wants to. And he's willing to do whatever it takes, no matter the cost, to be one with that spider side again. And he won't give up. Never. And that's kind of where we cut to where he's waking up and he's pressing the button to get the nurse. Um, and he's very, very badly beaten from his cosplay excursion. And that is it for this issue. Okay. So what's your grade on this one? 
I give this a A plus. I loved this issue. Okay, Javi. I'm gonna go with an A as well. Okay, uh, Peter. Uh, C minus, I believe. Okay, Neil. I gave it an A. It was almost an A plus, but we'll talk about it. And Tyler will not do it for me. I'm watching you. <laughs> Tyler, what's your grade? I give it an A. I give it a B. I'm coming up. <laughs> I'm coming up. Uh, I'll go back down in next issue. Uh, Kelly, uh, pros, what'd you like about it? Yeah. Uh, so my pros, uh, to me, the art is really fantastic. Um, like, I, it's just, it's consistent. It's clean. I, I really like the idea of the web ghost and how uh, Gleason drew yeah. drew that and it ties into his covers which have been really awesome um and then i really really like the scene i think we've figured out i'm a sucker for any good uh where someone understands who uncle ben is and that there's yeah. a scene with peter and uncle ben i really love it and that that whole dream sequence is just really telling of kind of how peter sees himself and how peter sees his spider side and i really enjoyed that this is kind of him saying hey i've got to get my my act together so to speak i haven't really i haven't really been one with both sides of myself for a long time and now i can't feel one or the other like because you know we've had that writing where it's always been one or the other and that's always been a constant struggle with peter so to kind of see him say you know what i can't give up on this side of myself i have i have to bring myself back and kind of be whole again and it's kind of almost saying like we're finally moving forward from everything that we've kind of seen good and bad in the last few years yeah uh hornsex says pro no beyond and no ben that was a pro yeah 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 yeah. well again this is you know i we finally have a story focused on peter yeah, no doubt. It's what the title of the book is called. Uh, other pros, uh, Neil, go ahead. You gave it a big A, I think. Okay. Yeah. Gleason. Gleason, baby, he's back. <laughs> you get to um, write and draw. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, as someone who wasn't very impressed by his outing in the Red Goblin one-shot, this was surprisingly really, really good Marvel outing from him. I mean, we I kind agree. of knew it from his DC work, but like this, this is his first major shot at a Marvel mm-hmm. book. Did a good and, job. And, and having him as the writer and the artist gives a very solid uh, understanding of how he wants to write, how he mm-hmm. wants to draw the issue. Mm-hmm. Because because when you're drawing on someone else's behalf, there's a lot of things that are kind of lost in translation. If you read director's cuts that they've been yeah. published in comiXology, that's very apparent. But I think that Gleason knows what he wants to put on the page and so it's very easy for him to frame it uh, a certain way. Um, good use of, of characters not being there, like MJ and Felicia giving him their own special messages. Um, one more so than the other. Uh, you take your pick on which. Um, Gleason apparently loves Captain America because he drew him in Marvel 1000 and uh, he uses him very effectively here. And they mm-hmm. set his, pr- they, he did a good job of setting up his presence early with like, oh, he's dedicating uh the first response wing at the hospital that Peter Parker is very conveniently at. Mm-hmm. And so it makes, it makes him coming uh, and fighting on Peter's behalf, uh, not contrived as hell. And I like that he uses Cap's pre-established history with Peter to kind of assume that Peter's spider sense would uh, help him dodge the shield, which mm-hmm. I thought was a very good attention to continuity. Um, 
I, I guess going off of what Kelly said, the the good use of the webhead covers. Um, I have a less family friendly name that I won't use on it. For Don't. I'm not. Um, but I think that using that in universe is actually kind of a very cool way of of um, personifying Peter's, I guess, spider sense because that's what I interpreted yeah, as. It. That it was, I like that. That's yeah, good. absolutely. Yeah. That, that was going to be my pro as well. Where it's just it's this characterization of his spider sense, this physical yeah. manifestation of it, and I love that. I, really and I think, cool. I think it is cool that like Peter demonstrates his uh, ten- tenacity and willingness to never give up like that that last page where he's going like I'm never gonna give up I thought that was a and like the the well it it, the, it changed the, from the very first panel where he was in the hospital bed he doesn't want to do physical therapy and then he ends with I'm not gonna give up well I yeah. think that that's and I think that's actually kind of great because it shows Peter's willingness to understand this is not going to be like an easy path. Like that physical therapy yeah. is not going to be easy and he's not going to give up on, it. I thought that was a really cool character moment for him. Yeah. yeah. Well, Kelly, you wanted to say something? No, that's eventually y'all eventually got to what I was going to say. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, what? it's fine. I loved the, um, the Felicia writing on the, with lipstick on the ceiling. I love the Mary mm. Jane. I, I love drunk eBaying. And I and it's I love it's not drunk. It's, it's high. I'm sorry. He is high, high off. High very good painkillers. Yeah, good stuff. I, I thought that was and, and <laughs> I, texting Aunt May high was funny too. I thought that was great. I bet you that that when uh, Ben got back to Earth and Iron Man, he said, "Hey, look at my guy Peter. He could use some of that morphine that you're on. <laughs> Just give him a little." And I like that he bought old school web shooters from like Ditko era. And from the from the auction, I thought those were Ben. I thought those were Scarlet Spider. They were, they were original, like original Ben Ben looking uh, web shooters. And he was like, oh, "Huh, yeah. these might just be like discarded ones. They might be the real thing." Yeah. And then he yeah. tries them, and go webs, go. they don't. Oh, yeah. go web, go, go web, go. go, go. go. Oh, and says the JJ uh, plushie. Uh, was a nice touch too. Oh, I thought I that mean, was in his funny. in his email, it looked like he yeah. had also bought a Jeff uh, the Shark plushie. Oh, and yeah, I'm Jeff very the Shark. angry yeah, that's too. That, too. That, that, that exists and it doesn't exist in real life. Jeff is never going away, and I'm here for it. <laughs> so, in, my, in 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 everyone's opinion, we had a good debate about that hospital issue that I hated. Does this not feel like a story and artwork that was meant to be an Amazing Spider-Man? Mm. No, I. I, like I, in terms of both issues, I think that this is definitely an amazing Spider-Man story. But yes. I also think that the your argument for the last one can also apply here a tiny bit, because it's this is more kind of delving. It's more kind of delving into a B story plot, a slight yeah. bit. Ultimately, but, Brad, your argument is subjective. It is. It, yeah, it's, and that's it's, uh, what you say like is best art. is not someone else's best. I yeah. I would agree. My my best is I would agree with that. The this whole Beyond story does not feel feels like filler to me, well, and is. that is yeah. not worthy of the flagship Spider-Man title. And this one kind of felt pretty normal. Th- like this, we might see this on a normal run. Well, this is my favorite story yeah. so far. Same. Beyond. Agreed. Yep. I agree 100% with that. Yes. Bruce says, yes, ASM worthy. Yeah. <laughs> Other pros we haven't mentioned. The uh, only thing, things I would add, just to echo everybody else, is just, the, I mean, the art on this is amazing. And there's literally. a reason why we haven't seen Gleason back in a while, because you can tell he put a lot of effort into mm-hmm. what he did. And I just got Jack recently for Christmas, the Todd McFarlane Spider-Man omnibus. Yeah. And just kind of flipping through it and everything. There's a big difference 
in how McFarlane wrote versus how Gleason wrote. Yeah. Because you never know when you're going to get, you know, an artist trying to write, how it's going to turn out. True. Uh, and I know Gleason's done a lot of story work with Tomasi over at DC, but uh, I mean, this was like tip top. And one of the things they always complain about with like Spidey is we have certain tropes. Gwen off the bridge, lifting something heavy. This is how you do the lift something heavy without lifting something heavy is mm. by having Peter, mm -hmm. you know, find his will to continue. And that's, yes, that's what I really appreciated at the end of the story was to have that moment, but have it done in a fresh way where it's not a one for one comparison. Yes. Did, agreed. I, I like that. That's very true. Real quick. Anime hunters comment about Jeff, the shark plush toys. No, the Ikea sharks with legs stitched on do not count. Yes, no. They, no. And uh, I know that there's custom plushies, but there's not a mass-made Marvel one, and um, that's a travesty. I saw that pop in a box. No, I'm just kidding, Kelly. No. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> that's not. I love to have her go off. I love Kelly being on the edge, like, oh, I'm going to stab oh, you. Is going there? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Pop in a box. Yeah, not tired of breathing. Okay. <laughs> just, just to add on to all the things people have said already, I don't have a whole lot to add for my pros, but it's just like what everyone else has already said. I just, yeah. I can't get enough of the look of that like web spider-man the oh, physical yeah. manifestation yes. of the spider sense just yeah. not only like first off sprouting legs uh, instead of the the lines around his yeah. head yeah and then yeah. crawling out of his head like literally as he tries to shut it out it's and beautiful exactly and then bringing his like covers to life as a character mm -hmm. is so cool, and then and then yeah. a very minor pro, but I like I, I really like Cap's Cap's reaction is like you, you usually duck. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. That was pretty cool. I thought yeah. it was good. It was very good. Cons? Is there any anything you guys didn't like? Oh, oh, who? No, no, no. I I do have a tiny one, yeah. and I think that that might just honestly be because of how much I did love this story, but I do feel like it almost felt a little clunky going from scene to scene. Like either there was pro almost maybe that Gleason kind of maybe went real all into it. And there's almost like a longer story that he then had to edit. Mm. And it just, it isn't quite edit. Like the storyline wasn't quite edited. Yeah. To flow as yeah, well as it, it, it could it, have. It, it almost felt like two separate stories. Like he didn't intertwine yeah. the visions as well as he could have. I get what mm -hmm. you're saying. Do yeah. Think, so, do you think it was supposed to be like a two-parter that he had to cut I in wish. half? I wish. And it could have been. Like, he might have pitched it as a two-parter and they said, no, just make it one issue. I, I it, It's strange that that would be the case because they drugged this Misty Knight thing out. They made the Doc Ock story two parts. <laughs> I know. I'm not, I'm not sure he's got two issues of art in him uh, back to back. I mean, he did 75 and 76, though. So yeah, Not, not I, all of 75. Yes, he did. What are you talking? Oh, I don't the, the Half the book is not. Yeah. They're well, talking about the backups, though. So that might yeah. have been artist's choice. Yeah. Um. Let's okay. see. So I've, Any I've other gotta, cons? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, I oh. just want to talk about the colors here. Damn it! the satellite <laughs> show. Otherwise... We, had two, we had two colorists on this. And yeah. it's very obvious which Even is the dog's pissed. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what about the gal about the colors? <laughs> yeah. Hol- Hollow- Hollowell's colors are very <laughs> like the shading has never been great. We've seen it on some of the other issues. It, in, com- compared to who's the other colorist name? It's, Fairburn. Uh, I don't know. Fairburn. It's Fairburn. It, it, I like he has a much more flat style, and I think it really worked for like all the vision parts of the spider sense. But Hall- Hallwell's colors have never been great, and it, it just sort of does blur together sometimes. So, who did the yeah. art where the spider sense is in the window? Was that that's the one you don't like? That was that was Fairburn. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was Fairburn. That's that a was good great. One. I like. Yeah, that. That, that was great. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. That's it's Hallwell. Okay. Hallwell. Yeah. 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 No, I 100 percent just stole that from Neil because I knew he was going to complain about the color. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, Neil, counter rebuttal. You all right? No, he's, he's fine. <laughs> I took he's everything fine. he had to say already. <laughs> all right, we got half an hour to get through two issues. Moving on. You guys ready? All I have, all I have left yeah. is hating Hallwell. <laughs> All right, we got uh, ASM 885 Neil, I think has this one, right? Yes, yes, yes I do. Take me through this one real quick. All right, so after so after a um, kind of flashback to uh, the Uncle Ben scene, uh, it revealed that uh, Ben is using the Sonic the Hedgehog ring to uh, restore his memory. Uh, he prepares to throw Ashley Kafka out a window and remembers, oh, wait, I've got to get laid tonight. So he goes to meet Janine in their apartment and they suit up into their fancy clothes and get into a car, but not just any car, guys. It's a self-driving Rolls Royce, and unlike Tesla's, when Witch Talk hitch, when Witch TikTok hexes the moon, it doesn't catch on fire and crash. Um, wow, Neil. Just wow. Neil. I mean, it's not driving in the in the lane. It's in the. T- it's, it's down it. the middle, yeah. They're in the back seat. He's <laughs> <laughs> driving, well, driving down the middle of the road. And <laughs> well, it hasn't crashed though, so I'm giving it that. <laughs> so I guess which talk, I guess which TikTok has hexed the moon tonight. Um, so they get a call from Marcus, and he says, "Hey, Doctor Octopus got which TikTok? He hexed the moon. We need to come over here and stop him." <laughs> So Ben's like, curses. I got yeah. locked again. And he suits up and flies away. Uh, I skipped it earlier, but Dr. Octopus uh, disguised himself as someone's grandfather and raided a Beyond Corp uh, facility. And uh, he's basically digging around looking for uh, a plot device. Yeah. And uh, Ben comes in and starts actually winning a fight for once. Uh, what a shock. Um, so... Ben manages to use a uh, another plot device to disable Otto's arms. So Otto takes off his uh, suit and shirt and just walks over. Uh, this has very much superior Spider-Man number 31 energy where Peter just let yeah. Dr. Octopus walk away or Green and Goblin walk away. And um, Otto grabs the uh, remote from Adam Sandler's click and <laughs> against him. Uh, first, he uses, first he uses rubber bullet. <laughs> The wrong way. What a deep, <laughs> deep cut, Neil. That was funny. You're just like bad <laughs> culture, aren't you? Adam yeah. Sandler's this is this play. is his uh, this is his Jr. impression. Oh, this is good. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so first, he uses a uh, rubber bullets. Uh, he doesn't use them correctly, but it's Doctor Octopus, and he's an asshole. So that makes sense. Um, oh, then he use then he, he uh, forgets that Ben is not a symbiote and uses Sonics against him. Then he uses lasers against him, and then he forgets, oh, I'm having a dementia attack again. He is a symbiote after all. And then Sonic's him again. 
Dr. Octopus stands over Ben in victory and goes, wow, Ben, you're a jobber. And uh, Ben passes out and wakes up in the Beyond Corporation's med lab yet again. And Marcus is like, hey, man, listen, American healthcare isn't really that great right now. Maybe you shouldn't be doing this this often. And uh, Maxine comes in on hologram and says, hey, Ben, um, you messed up and I'm really mad. So fix this problem. Yeah. Uh, and Ben kind of the one with the sandwiches. No, 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 that's next next one. Next one. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So, um, they're like, okay, so now we need to find Dr. Octopus, but luckily the plot found him already. Um, a man, a man wearing a Ninja Turtles disguise walks into beyond corpse HQ and the receptionist goes, well, hang on. You seem suspicious. And, uh, turns out it's just Alfred Molina. Yep. He found his no way home outfit. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's been wearing this really cool Armani for the past couple of issues. Uh, nope. Synergy. The end. <laughs> all right. Great. Um, in spite of all my jesting, uh, B plus. Okay. I like what McNulty just said. Uh, <laughs> Kelly, if Neil is doing a JR impression, does that make Neil JR JR? I think that's awesome. Neil uh, is I'm not JR. Says <laughs> okay. So we got a, what'd you say? A B? B plus. B plus Tyler. C. Uh, Peter? C. Kelly? C plus. Uh, Javi? B. C minus out of me. Uh, Neil, what'd you like? So um, the main thing I really like is Paco Medina's art. Yeah. Medina, Medina really carries this issue in terms of how mm-hmm. panels are or how panels are laid out and how the action scenes flow. Um, yeah. I did like that we're kind of, again, we're moving the plot along a little bit with uh, Ben kind of rediscovering his powers with the Sonic the Hedgehog ring. Um, and if you're a big Dr. Octopus fan, you're going to love this issue because he kicks ass all over the place. Yeah. Um, and and compared to uh, my arch nemesis, uh, Maury Hollowell, uh, Espen Grundenjern does a wonderful job on the colors. He does a great, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Was Peter, was Peter in the, refresh me. Was Peter in this issue? I no, no, no. He, was. well, he wasn't flashbacks, but that's just a pre-clone memory. Yeah, maybe that's why I didn't like this one very much. Um, <laughs> if, if if you're not a big fan of the of like the the main Beyond stuff, like you know not. Ben and Ben and you Martin. didn't like the one with Peter. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. <laughs> is, is, there, is there no easy Douglas? If if you if you add a little Peter into the mixture, I'm more inclined to like the Amazing Spider-Man book. But but again, we, we are we are seeing more pushback from Ben and Janine against Beyond. Like Janine's clearly at her limit with the with the uh, interruptions. It's like just let me have a nice day for once without reminding me that you're constantly luring over my life. Yeah, and Ben's just kind of constantly disappointed. But uh, I yeah, like the Puck, reader. Puck, Puck, <laughs> yeah, I guess Ben is the reader avatar this time around. But um, yeah, Paco Medina and uh, Grundenjern do a lot of carrying this issue. Yep, I agree. Uh, other pros, who gave it a high grade? It was Neil. just me. <laughs> <laughs> Neil. Okay. Neil was the highest. Uh, I, Hobby, I, what, what, I what some was, of your pros, man? It was good. Uh, I think. Like Neil was saying, I, the Paco Medina art really saved it for me. I thought it was a lot more polished in this issue than in the one that follows it. Um, and uh, I didn't find Ziggler's um, dialogue to be quite as out of character as it's been in other issues. Um, so I I appreciated that. And, and it's more of a pro for the next issue, so I'll save it for that. But uh, overall, it was just... In, I, I enjoyed reading it. I thought Doc came off really strong and it 
Yep. It was. It felt like we we're finally going somewhere a little bit, and it may be because I read this in the next one back to back. But it it felt like there was some momentum. We were finally getting someplace. And, and I forgot to mention it, but I didn't. I did think that the book was actually really well paced. Like I don't think there was a lot of wasted page space. I actually think they used the uh, mileage they had relatively well. They got the they got the beats they needed to without wasting a whole lot of time on any particular specific scene. Yeah. Other pros we haven't mentioned. Okay, let's go to the cons. <laughs> um, well, no, Peter. Uh, Ben's, Ben's a jobber in this issue again. A, a what? A jobber. jobber. It's a what's a jobber? Term. It's a someone who loses. Employed. Someone who's meant to lose. It's, yes. Uh, yeah. He is yeah. a loser. Yeah. Like um, letting what Doc Gok, who's completely armless now, actually yeah. Yeah, okay. steal the drive while he just stands there and goes. No, it is it is, uh, it is the hey, click remote. You can't stop yeah, someone. Yeah, no, that that is one hundred percent my biggest con. Yeah. After he's deactivated the arms, they show a panel of Ben and Ock standing right next to each other, and all the way on the other side of the room is the thing Ock needs. Right. And Ben just stands there's like, Where are you going? Stop. Yeah. Any points? Does it earn you any just, any points with you, Tyler? That the next panel is Ben saying, "Oh yeah, that was dumb. I shouldn't have done that." Yeah. The fact that he's self-aware. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Does that lessen it for you? It no, it doesn't. Them pointing out how stupid it is doesn't make it better that it happened. No, I, yeah. I think I think this is I think this is like worse. I mentioned this is like Superior number thirty one, where Miguel just watches the Green Goblin walk away. <laughs> I think this might be worse because Ben is like in a position of complete control, and he just lets Ock walk towards the click remote. Okay, uh, okay, but even when Ben thinks he's in control, at any point in time in this entire storyline with Beyond. He has never been in control. No, no. And that I think is kind of what's being highlighted here. Um, My thing is like my main con is just if I'm actually excited that Otto Octavius is in a comic book, something's wrong because (laughs) I've expressed how much I dislike Doc Ock Mm -hmm, and what he stands for in these comics now. And the fact that I got excited kind of made that bad for me how many times did he mention say the word superior in this book (laughs) at least twice three times (sighs) it's now a thing every time he shows up he has to say the word well so you know when to take a shot when you read the comic bro oh i know we're all gonna die what's wrong with you (laughs) what peter does he always say dolt yeah yeah Yeah. no I, here's here's a weird con. Uh, Ock going back to the Alpha Molina costume. I really like the Armani suit, and I feel like just was just synergy bait. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I, I didn't like movie. The, uh, movie, movie, movie. Marvel, well, get I mean, a Marvel. I've, I mean, I'll note. I've noticed too, though, with the kind of rotating cast we have for the story. I don't think that communication has been as clear as an overarching thing, which is something that editorial yep. should be doing. Yep. Instead, Ooh. it's yep. let everybody do what they want to do, except in these key things that we really need because we need this story to be exactly what we want, versus mm-hmm. letting the writers and artists actually be creative. And plus, we got to do quantity over quality, don't we? We got to put three of these things out there all the time. We got to keep feeding the beast. Five a month, yeah. baby. C- consistency month. is not a thing for Marvel anymore. It doesn't seem like it. Yep, especially on the A team. on the a book i mean okay uh, we have 15 minutes till the show's up we got one book left are we ready to go 
Wow, yeah. Wiener, are you ready? Yeah. Wrap me up. Well, I this got 15 minutes up. to go with this thing. All right, here I we go. go, man. All right, so we have uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 85, Legacy number 886, written by Cody Ziegler, uh, art by Paco Medina. Same group uh, we had last issue, right? Colorist, yeah, is uh, Espen. I always say ESPN, but it's not his <laughs> name. It's Grunted Yearn. And the inkers are just way too many. There's just way, way, way too many inkers on this book. But anyways, wow. Dr. Otto Octavius yeah. just throws into the Beyond Corp like he owns the place. And technically, he kind of does, but not anymore. After discovering a talk and fish and some sandwiches that can grant him wishes. I swear I'm not making this up. Brad has already mentioned it. Um, next wave, God. He has a he has a run in with Misty Knight and uh, Colleen, who are easily defeated, by the way. Meanwhile, Ben is using his glide booster to rush to beyond headquarters to stop Doc Ock. And since he's from the 90s, he's going to pull a Tim uh, Allen from Home Improvement and give his rocket boosters that Beyond made some afterburners for more power. He, he used the fuel of two airplanes to get there. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> which which he says, hey, Marcus, uh, take all, take away the bioscanners that uh, reach my bioscan, so I, I'm coming in hot, which begs the question, um, why don't you just turn off the scanner so he can crash through the window? Why, why, why are you waiting for him? Well, do you and want it, glass to pierce every bone in his body? <laughs> yeah, at this point, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Brad just answers your question. Thank you, Brad. Let this Maxine, be over. <laughs> the evil mastermind behind this whole thing, Maxine Danger, who is seriously dressed like a supervillain, is in helping her safety when Dr. Otterpress pays her a home visit. Yeah. And instant bake, crash through the window action, Spider-Man shows up, and the two fight. During the fight, Ben tries to convince himself, Doc, 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 that even the reader, that he's not <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah. Doc, Ock slaps Ben upside the head with the drive that he stole and informs him that there's nothing but da- that informs him that he is nothing but damaged goods and proves that there's a difference between being woke and awake and he escapes. Ben informs Maxine Danger that the drive has been destroyed, but he knows better because he read some stuff that he did not like and asked Janine to wash his mask for him, giving Janine his mask. But really, we think the drive is inside the mask. Before he goes to the bathroom to take a nice long shower, adding seven years of bad luck after he punches a mirror. I'm giving this issue, uh, I believe I gave it, oh, this is actually a first, an A minus. Whoa, Neil. I gave it a B plus. I did not expect Pete to be a grade higher than I did on this issue. Wow. Yeah. You gave it a B plus, yeah. Tyler? B plus from me as well. Javi? I have to go B minus because the art took a dive compared to last issue. Really? I thought yeah. Okay. Uh, Kelly, grade? B minus. I'm with Javi. Uh, D out of me. Uh, let's see. Peter Prose, what'd you like? Well, uh, the the art I actually did like a, a lot. Um, and Doc Ock is written pretty pretty good. I mean, Ben won the fist fight, but it's really Doc Ock who won the entire battle with his brains, exposing Spider-Man like, this is what Beyond is doing to you. You you better take a look. And Ben coming to the realization that, yeah, he is being played. At the end, I think he's try- he's upset about it and is trying to find more information from it. 
but he's coming to the realization that he is being uh, set up for as as a patsy. Mm-hmm. And the only one he can trust is his redhead, Janine. Yeah. I like what Vinkman says, a, a talking sandwich and a fish that can grant wishes. Yeah. How about what? Is that like Amazing Spider-Man or Mad Libs? Very I can't true. I can't insist this enough. Read Next Wave. God. This, this yeah, is well, very in line with them. Yeah. And two, this has like been there, done that at this point because we mm-hmm. should already be over it because this gag has been played already. Yep. Maybe this writer hasn't played the gag, so he doesn't know what well, the other guy's doing. Probably. You know, to go with yeah. that, back to your point, nobody's talking to each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've just, they've just got like they've got a board in the office that says yeah. beyond ideas and this, <laughs> yeah. just, like, there's nothing yeah. it's really the beyond the ideas wasn't this a talk. common problem when they were trying to put out three books a month back with brand new day like you'd so. see something happening in one book and then you're like oh we got a new writer oh he didn't get the notes from the previous one yeah yeah but we now we're having called... that problem in the same issue or the same yeah. creative yeah. thing this has been this was a problem in the 90s too with the clone saga people were not talking to each other on friendly and and spec and amazing and it's been a common problem when they try to turn this many comics out you know but uh other pros that you guys liked about it Ben's kind of like characterization that. or or the, revela- or the revelation that he's being manipulated. This whole Beyond era, I've had a hard time like just feeling connected to him as a character. Not even just as Spider-Man, but yeah. but as a character. And I've, I've been rereading some of the um, like Todd DeZago clone stuff, and I'm really looking forward still to to J.M. Dematteis's Ben Riley book next week. Yeah. But something about it just it doesn't feel right. And I don't know if it's because I didn't read Clone Conspiracy. So I, I feel maybe like I'm missing something. But Ben hasn't felt very Ben to me. Um him talking about like his anger issues and how Absolutely. he would be so macho. Um Is and, it and I know he's... that Ben Riley had some anger stuff from being on the road, but uh at least with this, I feel like we're getting to a reason why that's happening. Uh do you Which, think it's the shake that he's drinking is making his moods and his mind not what it used to be or whatever it was? I mean, well, I think it, the, I think there's something in the shakes. Why the shakes? <laughs> maybe the, because he's he always sucking on one. He's always drinking one. He was like, well, this he pointed out how it tastes awful like two issues ago and how yeah. they were going to work on the formula to make it more palatable. Why is he drinking him? Uh, that I think yeah, it's it's a controlled thing. I think, but anyway. So I feel I feel at least like with this uh, two part story, we're getting more of a reason why maybe Ben doesn't feel like he should, and and we're getting a little bit more behind the curtain. Yeah. Other pros. I kind of like that Maxine dresses like a super villain. <laughs> oh yes, who is it that said she looks like Corella? That was me. That's funny. Look at her, totally Corella right there. Yeah. What yeah. was the Kravenov daughter? That's who she reminded Anna. me of. Oh, uh, Skittles oh. the. Penny yeah, I, I can never remember her name because you guys, you guys always call her Skittles. I can never. I think George or Jr. made that one up. I can't ever forget that. Because no. <laughs> okay, I'll be honest though. Skittles. I feel like she's. I feel like I've. At this point, we are lovingly calling her Skittles, uh, yeah. and I kind of feel like Skittles is a slightly better character right now than Ben. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. 
Yeah. Uh, Ra- uh, Radix says, I'm in the same boy as Javi. Marvel has not given us a reason for why Beyond exists other than to apparently pad out the story until 900, but even then, yeah, why? But I mean, I mean, because, I mean, because Nick Lowe, because Nick Lowe edited Next Wave. To, and he really to, liked Next to Wave. this issue's credit, this is getting the story moving. Like, this yeah, issue is. finally is, yeah. like, Ben is realizing something is wrong. And I, I, I think yeah. that that lash out of him punching the mirror is powerful, especially with, like, even though I, well, uh, I'll just say that I really like how the punch in the mirror around his face mimics the imagery they've yeah. been doing through the run. Yeah. You know, a, a, another con out of me is that I, I am tired of the lack of shy town in the back page of my comic. I want a letter page. I, instead, I got just like Nick Lowe says, oh, you better watch the next one. It's going to be better than this uh, mediocre. Wow. It's not even Nick Lowe saying that. It's yeah. one of the assistant oh, yeah. editors they got yeah. the assistant saying, editor we it. keep yeah. telling you to read the Bay issues and you're not reading the Bay issues. Yeah. You need to yeah. read the Bay issues. You well, I don't pay, the, I don't pay, pay those assistant editors underneath the table like I did with Nick. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say that oh. out loud. I'm sorry. Now um, we know. Now yeah, we know the exactly. truth. But, yeah, I, want, I totally want, I want a letter page back. I want to hear people like me saying this is crap. Well, they wouldn't print that. Uh, but I want to hear Peter saying, oh, I love Mary Jane. I love Mary Jane. Love sh- Peter. Signed yeah. Yeah. What? That's what his so, letters are. You know? So, so I'm, so before we move into cons, the Spencer I, run, dude. I, so, I know, so right? Before, before we move completely into cons, I, I do appreciate that. Oh, um, no, again, the issue. Well, I just, we are on cons. before Neil was done. Once he's once Brad said we're on cons, we're on cons. Hey man, we got six minutes. We are definitely in the cons. Let's go. <laughs> so, okay, so I I do think the issue was well paced though. Like again, it didn't really waste. That's a not a con. Of, I said I'm not a pro. I'm not in the cons yet. Okay, now I'm in the cons. Uh, Janine okay. looks like a Vulcan. For- <laughs> Janine looks like okay, Janine says uh, Janine looks like a Vulcan for some reason uh, in the second in the second to last page. Oh yeah, yeah. Doc, I'll, that is I'll, not logical. I'll definitely, yeah. yeah, well, in terms of art wise, I liked it for most of the issue, but then for like the last like four pages, the art takes a dive, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's just yeah. like a, like look at Ben's symbol, especially like at that point. Oh, it's, that was a con for me too. It's yeah. not it's not off. It's dead center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. And, not, and not only that, it's just like an oval with like lines sort of hastily drawn around. Yeah, I did. I did notice that too, man. Good, good call. I wanted to say a, a big con for me is that. Well, this is actually a big con for clone fans and Ben Riley fans. This is not the Ben Riley you know after, like, before he died in Revelations. Fine. This I like character better has anyway. been changed. I mean, going off <laughs> right off half he said, it's 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 not the Ben Riley you know. You have a hard time just you know, relating to this person or actually liking this person because he's been changed. Here, um, McNulty has a comment that Kelly also agrees with. No, it's the other one. other one. Oh well, that's I agree not, with that. That is one. not a con. That's just a, that's just a full that's just theory. theory. That's, one. that's just him. Yeah, the one, one that yes, that one. Okay. That's basically my main con. When I mean, Doc Ock, the villain, tells the so-called hero that he's nothing but a corporate stooge and that yeah. he's telling the truth, you know, there's a problem. Then again, Spider-Man has clone envy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I now think that his, yeah, I think his theory about um. The the shakes having like something to stabilize a generation. We we solved this problem already. Did no one read Spider Geddon? God, no one read. Uh, it. I mean, no, no, I, re- no, no, no. I read I, I read it, but um, I 
I did too. It, it yeah, looks like, but it he looks got like there's more to it. But it looks like, but he got put back to factory center. Like there's no degeneration. Yeah, but that was, that was already inconsistent with what had happened before. Yes. Nobody yeah. cared about Bruce, what had happened. Bruce has, <laughs> it's hard for him to overcome Ben being a hero after the clone conspiracy storyline. Agreed. I agree with yeah. you. Speaking of inconsistency, Ziggler wrote this issue and last issue. Last issue is Ben and Janine going to dinner. It's night. He gets a call. He leaves. Gets knocked out. Wakes up 30 minutes later. And then the story picks up. And now it's daytime. <laughs> and he runs into Dr. Kafka. And she's like, you better hurry up and beat Doc Ock. Because we got an appointment later. Fight ends. Ben, it's daytime still. Ben goes back. And there's Janine. Like, oh, man, this... Uh, dinner yeah. that we picked up didn't uh, probably not going to reheat so well. So, so, minus, so is it minus. still nighttime or is it daytime? Because so we're my, getting conflicted things. Go ahead. Sorry. So, so my assumption is that Ben left at night, right? Janine went to go get Thai food. Ben gets uh, and here Ben gets a uh, job to Doc Ock. He wakes up and he spends the the next day or so looking for Doc Ock, and then. By the time by the time the issue eighty four ends, Doc Ock has come back to Beyond Corp, and Ben has to hurry back to Beyond <clears throat> Tower to help Maxine. That was my assumption. Yeah, but but what uh, Thai food doesn't reheat well? Uh, the one that the plot exactly. decides it doesn't. Mm. Apparently, Thai food at the six one six. Oh, I forget what a poster said it, and Hornacek just said it again about six inkers. Yeah. Javi, you yeah. said the yeah. the art took a dive, and the six inkers probably is to attribute yeah. to that. I would mm. I would agree. I think it's one of Ziggler's strongest issues that he's because I know I've been really hard on him capturing people's voices over on on the satellite books, but uh, I of all the ones that I've read of his, I, this is the favorite. I think this is the best issue he's written. Yeah, it's just there seem to be some inconsistencies that that bugged me. Right. Uh, other cons that we haven't mentioned. Uh, Matt says, uh, this Ben Riley's the Dan slot version of a Spider-Man as a sour cream sandwich from his clones conspiracy. <laughs> what did I just read? What? I, don't, I don't know what a sour cream sandwich is. Uh, I'm glad uh, Neil doesn't have any food because the comments are actually bringing the food to us. I know all these daytime, nighttime inconsistencies will be explained at the end of the <laughs> story. Ben is in a holodeck and all this is an illusion. There you go. Uh, <laughs> it's a dream. It just was all like, a dream. Oh, yeah, it's please, a holodeck no. episode. Hobby just, and like, I know just like uh, Trip Dying on the holodeck oh my goodness uh guess what gang we did it yay! two minutes to yo we did it yo 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 uh if you want to stick around and so why wouldn't you i, I know if you want to hear more <laughs> of me bitching uh <laughs> 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 We're going to be on Patreon in just a few minutes. Uh, if you want to sign up, sign up at patreon.com slash crawlspace. Help me pay the bills. We've got, uh, looks like, uh, Darkhold Spider-Man, uh, Neil's favorite Avengers, Tech-On Avengers. Oh, I got Doc Ock. Hang on, where's my boots? With uh, <laughs> Devil's Reign Superior 4, Miles Morales. Uh, Tyler's talking about Venom. We got Devil's Reign. Looks like Ben takes on Taskmaster. Wish that was with better art. Isn't that Chichetto? Yeah, what, what issue is that? That's Devil's Reign number two. Oh, okay. I got, yeah, we got, got Spider Woman so at 17 and 18. I forgot that we had, yeah. didn't do yes. 17. Yep. And uh, we got Ma uh, a version of Mayday on the cover with Spider Man on this variant for Devil's yeah. Dark Ages. <laughs> mm -hmm. So 
Join us on patreon.com slash crawlspace for that. If you guys have any more comments, I will do it. Vinkman says, y'all did it in less than 90 minutes. Well done. We're professionals for the win. Good job, gang. Uh, for the win. Sex says, Ben says, computer in program. We're about to end program with this episode. So uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. And we will be back on... Uh, if I can get my buttons working. Where are they? Okay. Where is the Patreon video? There it is. We're out, gang. See you later. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. 